Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life lessons with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have a truly amazing guest that's going to share so much wisdom with you all. His name is Michael Zeller and he is a man of many paradoxes. It's true that his businesses have done over $300 million in sales and that he himself has founded or partnered in over 20 ventures with a heavy emphasis on social entrepreneurism. It's also true that he studied under masters of the industry such as Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, Jay Abraham and many others and yes, he's even mentored over 100 high-level entrepreneurs from four different continents. In this episode, Mike shared his top five life lessons which has helped him grow into the servant leader that he is today. And here they are. Number one, failure is not your foe, it's your friend. Embrace it. Number two, never stop growing. Continue to stay a student of life. Number three, your tribe becomes your vibe. Surround yourself with like minds. Number four, find beauty. It elevates your soul and helps you find peace. And number five, People that do exceptionable things in life find themselves in exceptionally right positions. At the end of the episode, he shared an amazing quote where he said, The world desperately needs your greatness. There are unique people that only you can touch in only the way you can touch. If you hide and play small and you dim your greatness, they will walk away with an empty cup that you were meant to fulfill. Make sure you guys all go and reach out to Mike. And without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast with me. I'm super grateful and honored to have you on. Another one of my amazing clubhouse uh, uh, connections. And like I just had another interview just before this one. And it was just amazing how many people you get to meet from clubhouse and just how authentic people are on there like if you're meeting the right people you can meet some amazing people on there super wise knowledgeable people but I'm super grateful to have your time I know uh, we're gonna run we're gonna wrap this quite short so I want to just dive straight into it Mike I want to go straight into what would you say to the world right now through your journey in business life so far are your top five life lessons that you think has really added value and helped you progress to the amazing stage at where you are in your life right now Great. Well, Sadiq, always a pleasure connecting with you. You've got such joy and such passion and zest <laughs> for life and uh, brilliance in you as well. So that's part of part of my jam is I get to connect with amazing people. So um, the top five life lessons. Let's see. Let's start with the first one. Uh, failure is not your foe. It's your friend. So it can, if you think of the greatest moments in history, um, like even in the U.S. right now, or if you go back to the Renaissance movement, what pre, what was the precursor to the Renaissance movement? The Black Plague spread throughout Europe for a hundred years, wiped out fifty million people, and it, was, it went uh, like just went on and on and on, and and then it set the stage. It disrupted the world order. Um, and obviously it was, it was a major crisis, but it took us from the dark ages into the Renaissance time period and then rebirthed so, or birthed so many new things. So, um, and I can share from my own life journey of like, Hey, I went through a season where I lost a million dollars personally 
from 2017 till January of 2020, during that time period, I was being remade and reborn. Uh, even uh, And now, like last year was my most profitable year. This year will be triple that, at least. And uh, you look at um, times and crisis in history and times and crisis in your own life, it's, you know, the pain is a gift. Uh, what if pain is a gift from above? And I found that to be true in my life. And then the second lesson, I would say never stop growing. And man, if you, the, you know, if you keep growing, if you keep shifting, if you keep remaking yourself, it's one of Tony Robbins describes it as six core human needs and one of them is growth. But like you look at a little child, why are they excited about life? They're discovering it. Like little Sadiq one day discovered a butterfly. And he's like, mommy, mommy, look at the butterfly. Well, or you caught a butterfly or you caught a roly-poly or you found a frog or whatever. Like discovery, growth is exciting. And when you, you can create mechanisms in your life where you get that over and over and over. Um, so those are my first two. Shall I continue or? Uh... Yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it because I think just to add on to the growth as well, 100%, like I, my whole journey has just been personal growth in the last six years and yeah. it's brought me to be someone that used to be super shy. And it's funny when you said uh, little Sadiq, I, I, I remember this, the little Sadiq. I remember the, uh, the kind of the picture came into my mind with the, the little, uh, you know, intimidated kind of shy individual introvert and, um, and to where I am now, which is like, everybody like it's just taking my energy and inspiring everyone and just sharing this love and passion and just the purpose that I get to live today. And so it kind of just, I a hundred percent agree with you, Michael. Like, I think personal growth, growth in general in our life, it will, it helps us, as you perfectly said, reborn and reshape and realign mm-hmm. ourselves to our, like our straight path, our, our purpose in life. So I love that. Yeah. So true, man. It's, and it fuels us and then we keep stretching our capacity of who we can become and how we can show up in the world. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful part of our journey. Um, and um, yeah, it, it makes life more fun. So then the third thing I would say is your tribe becomes your vibe. And one of the questions I like to ask people, uh, ask my uh, entrepreneurs that I mentor, young entrepreneurs or more established entrepreneurs, is we all have a vision of where we want to go. Or we want to figure it out if we don't know the vision, right? So we all also have our own definition of success. So what does that look like? What is our definition of success? Well, the next question that most people don't ask is what does my environment need to look like for success to be inevitable as I define it? So we are all environmental designers. Some of us are just unconsciously environmental designers. We don't even know that we're environmental designers and some of us are passive in our environments. We um, listen to the TV shows, we are radio or clubhouse or podcast or music uh, that just doesn't bring us joy or doesn't expand us. Um, our, you know, you look at the, the things that you can design your environment out where your success will be inevitable if you have the right environmental ingredients. Like if I give, if, if I put, put seeds out, put in, uh, put the seeds out in, in great soil, um, in a sunny part of the world that is natural for that plant to grow, 
um, if I plant the seeds right at the right time of the year, you know, environmental design, if I do all those things, eventually the plant's going to grow. Like it's going to come up. It's, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to strain. Like, um, you know, if you think of, there's certain things we do, like you and I, we don't have to strain to think about breathing. Our body's already programmed to breathe. Mm-hmm. Our heart's beating. It's already programmed to beat. But what if our environment could do the same for our success? What if our, our design reflected and supported instead of sabotaged or undermined our success? So it's like, if I look at environmental design, what are the hallmarks of environmental design? Who are the people I'm surrounding myself with? That's the number one thing. Right? If I put myself in the right proximity to the right people and don't allow anything else, and I'll, I'll give you a story. A pro golfer, I think his name, uh, if I remember correctly, is Jordan Spieth. A friend of mine, one of my previous clients, was a pro golfer. She played a round of golf with Jordan, and she asked him, Jordan, so uh, how do you, like you, we didn't know each other very well, but you agreed to play a round of golf with me. So who do you agree to play a round of golf with or not? And he says, you know, if, if they're pretty decent, I'll play with anyone one time. But if they have a negative comment one time while we're playing, I will never play with them again. It's, it's, oh, cool. He says, I'm not going to tolerate that in my environment, right? And that's why he's won some major championships, uh, because he doesn't tolerate certain things. And um, that's his process, his his environmental design for success. You know, Michael Jordan, when he played basketball, he was, he, and even when he played baseball, he got up every morning, did his, you know, had a good breakfast, got his workouts in, did his thing, um, was focused on what he wanted to create. Um, so your environmental design is your people. Like that's why I love masterminds. That's why I lead virtual and in-person masterminds. All like, I'm always leading one. I'm always in one. It expands your world, makes it just natural, just as much as the sun shining on the on the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, then what do I read? If I am hyper intentional about the books I read, do I listen to great podcasts like this one? Do I talk to great people? Do I have scheduled lunch with people that continually expand me? Do I, if I'm single, am I dating people that expand me or people that use me? Am I a user? of others, myself, or am I a giver? Someone that brings joy. So that's the third one. Anything else you want to add? No, I don't, honestly, I, I, I 100%, like I'm just listening, just kind of introspecting on what you're sharing. And it's so true, man. Like uh, we, we are the people that we surround ourselves with. Like if we are around those negative people, which I have been in my life, if I carried on staying with those people and didn't cut out those friends that were negative, then I wouldn't kind of have the mentality that I have today. Like everybody says, wow, you're 28. And you think like you're 38. And I'm like, mm-hmm. because everybody around me is older than me and they're wiser than me and they're smarter than me. And having a podcast just allowed me to surround myself with people who are just doing amazing things in their life. And I get to just take a little piece of the energy, a little piece of their wisdom. And I get to take Mike's wisdom and share it with the world at the same time as me letting, listening right now, just introspecting myself and learning this is my form of learning, you know, like I'm a visual mm. learner. So I love conversing and I love 
that's why I loved Clubhouse because I was like, you can, you know, just literally surrounded myself with all these amazing people. And all I did was ask, like, I never take from them. I never even, like, I never asked them to give me something apart from like half an hour of their time and just be like, yeah. can I just have, can I just speak to you like for 30 minutes and, and just get to just extract your 30 minutes of your wisdom. Same time I'm learning, I get to share it with the world as well. So yeah, I love, I love what you're sharing so far, man. So good. Yeah. Well said, Sadiq. Yeah. And if you think another, another piece with this, the fourth one that I want to add is, um, it is in essence, find beauty. And it, this is contradictory, but beauty, or it's, it's not what you would expect. But if you seek out and you find beauty that elevates your spirits, elevates your soul, um, you get yourself in, in beautiful, inspiring environments, whether it's traveling, whether it's um, like if, if I'm trying to dream big in my life, but I'm looking at a dark, dungy wall or I'm in an ugly, like really ugly apartment. I don't care if you live in an ugly apartment right now. Uh, don't go set your goals in your ugly apartment. Mm -hmm. Go set your goals in the most beautiful coffee house, most beautiful hotel lobby, most inspiring environment you find. Because it stretches you. Beauty has a way of renewing our soul. Beauty nourishes us. You know why? And you think of like when people think of some of their most alive moments, heart stirring moments. It's when they experience beauty in some form or another. They maybe they were on top of a mountain. Maybe they were at the Grand Canyon. Maybe they saw a beautiful moment of love between a man and a woman or, you know, uh, a child or whatever, like they saw beauty. So if you put yourself in proximity of beauty, I, I feel like beauty consistently nourishes our souls. Um, what else? The fifth one. I had a fifth one. Um, <laughs> and then it escaped me. Oh, here's, here's the fifth one. All right. People that do exceptional things in life, they find themselves in exceptionally right positions. Yeah. So you think that. much of life, like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates were the dawn of the computer age and they helped usher it in. And you look at, uh, you know, social media age, Mark Zuckerberg, boom. Now, they also happen to be incredibly gifted and wired for that. And I believe that everyone has a calling. I believe everyone has a zone of genius. In fact, I'm writing a book on it and I have a course on it called Find Your Genius, uh, Your Natural Pathway to Wealth, Fulfillment and Impact. And this is where you find your deepest state of flow. This is where you find what on earth you're here for. When you find that, your soul comes alive, your, it comes easier. It doesn't mean it's easy but you know when you're in the midst of it and you will have more drive, more resolve, also more resistance or more obstacles to face sometimes to pursuing your greatness and to pursuing the impact that you're called to have in your life. And, um, and then it also gives you, it shifts your confidence. Like when you know, hey, Sadiq is a badass at this, Mike's a badass, badass at this, and also Mike sucks ass at this. <laughs> then no, you know, hey, I need to stay out of that lane. And all of us have both. Yes, 100%. Which, which kind of tightly ties into as well your identity. 
you know, along those lines and uh, in your zone of genius, you know, there's that um, Marianne Williamson quote, our, deep, uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, is that our light is, hold on, let me see if I can re rephrase. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, and gorgeous? Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small doesn't enlighten anyone. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously liberate others to do the same. I kind of butchered that quote a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I normally have it memorized. But, you know, the essence is we got to let our own light shine. We got to step up. Mm -hmm. And we set others free. And there, sometimes they'll throw arrows. They'll shoot arrows in our back and they'll throw rocks at us. But when we know and own our greatness, we eventually set others free to own and know their greatness too. And we blaze a pathway. And it's, it starts with our identity, starts with our mindset, starts with not tolerating anything less than being your best. So those are my five. Powerful, man. I love it. <laughs> sitting, sitting and listening and just kind of reflecting as you speak and kind of trying to visualize everything that you're saying, because honestly, I just resonate with all of it. I, I feel like all five of the things that you just shared in some 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 way, shape or form, they have intertwined in, in a way where if you have if everybody goes away and literally takes some kind of uh, implements and takes some kind of action on these five things in their life, mm -hmm. I honestly feel like something will shift, whether it's the mindset, whether it's just their perspective of certain things that you were sharing, even even just that quote itself. Like it's just it's such an introspective kind of thing that just allows us to just deep like go deeper. Right. I think one of the things that I learned as a coach in, in the last couple of years is just like people just don't go deep in their life. Self-awareness. They don't have that mm -hmm. self-respect for themselves. They've lost self-confidence they kind of of course it's a, it's a really difficult time in the world right now as well so a lot of people have lost a lot of self-confidence but that's why I show up every day just to give someone that light to give someone that love to spread mm -hmm. some of my energy that I still have because I just naturally have this God-given talent that I can't waste I don't feel like I can I can waste it I, I have to no. post content every day because there's someone in the world that needs to hear my little uh, audio message or a little picture mm -hmm. of me or something you know so Thank you for sharing all the, all the wisdom, man. I want to I want to ask you one last question before we end yeah. the show. Um, so it's so imagine Mike is given a, a given a speech to ninety thousand people. Okay, and mm -hmm. at the end of the speech, it's all these people in the crowd. You've you've dropped the wisdom. You've shared so much value and, and nuggets for them to go take away and and go take action in in their life. At the end of the the talk, your talk, you gave such a phenomenal speech, and at the end. You wanted to leave everybody with one thought that they can go and it's like a rhetorical question. It could be whatever, but one thought that they can go away with and remember Mike for. In one sentence, what would you say right at the end of, of that speech to these 90,000 people? The world desperately needs your greatness. They are uniquely unique people that only you can touch and only the way you can touch. And that if you hide and play small and dim your greatness, they will walk away with an empty cup that you were meant to fulfill. Wow, beautiful, <laughs> powerful. Mm. Dude, I love it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna leave it there like mic drop. <laughs> that was amazing, seriously, it's so powerful. And uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create a little special something for you on, on that little message and that call that you shared. But honestly, Mike, I know you need to go. So thank you so much for your time, man. I, I really 
I'm genuinely so grateful that we got to connect and that I get to, you know, transfer some of your energy to me and, and learn from your wisdom and your experience in life. Um, if anybody wants to go and reach out to you, I know that you have this, you know, your, your upcoming book and the courses that you're going to be creating and you already have other, other challenges that I shared the other day. Um, where Where's the best place for people to connect with you and how can they go and ask you questions and reach out? Yeah, you guys can reach out on MikeZeller.com or Michael R. Zeller. Um, also have a um, uh, whole Zone of Genius course called, it's at ZoneOfGeniusCourse.com. And, um, but Instagram, Michael R. Zeller and Facebook, Michael Zeller, and as well as LinkedIn. So it would be a pleasure connecting with you guys and uh, supporting you guys any way I can. Awesome, man. And guys, I'll leave all the links to, to everything the way you can find Mike uh, under the YouTube video and all of the podcasts. So wherever you're listening, make sure you go and check the show notes. I'll leave it all there. But Michael, thank you so much for your wisdom and for your knowledge and for your time. Um, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to stay connected and, and add as much value as I can and be of service to you as Likewise. much as I can as well. Likewise, brother. We'll talk soon, my friend. And, Thanks, and man. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll see you in Clubhouse, dude. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you. Cheers. See you, bro. Take care. If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new. And now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and I hope to see you on the next episode. Take care.